Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What is up, Commanders fans? It's the Believe in Commanders show. You got your boy Anthony Armstrong here. You got Brian Murphy on the other side, way down there in ATL. How are you doing, my man? That's right. I'm good. Things are good, all things considered. Uh, can't complain. So, how is about it you? warm? Is it warm down it's, there? Is uh, it cold? It it flirted with like the 60s a little bit, and now it's dipping back down. So who knows? That's kind of how Atlanta is. It'll it'll freeze yeah. one day, and then it'll be freezing the next day. Yeah, I call that. That's what our Texas winters are like. Right. Before before like February, where it's just absolutely miserably cold. Uh, they they it's like they have a little bit of leftovers when you clean out the fridge, and you're like, right. oh, <laughs> here's some 70 degrees. Here, have this shorts and t-shirts, and then oh, never mind. Back to the popsicles and cold weather. Um, so glad to well. I would say I'm glad for it to be cold. I just want to be consistent. Yeah, that, I, that, I'll take whatever you got as long as you know, it's the same. You don't know what to wear. You don't know what to dress up in, and you're just like, eh. But anyways, I know I'm definitely bundled up now because it is chilly outside. Uh, we're back with the Believe in Commander show. It's been a, a very emotional week in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to start it off with, with the best news of the week, uh, talking about the young safety from Buffalo Bills, DeMar Hamlin. Um, there were reports that uh, he was able to communicate via writing, and yeah. he is he is definitely having shown improvement in his uh, in his health from those University of Cincinnati uh, doctors. And he his first question was, "Who won the game?" Yeah, who Ultimate won the competitor. game? Ultimate competitor. And they said he won. They said you won the game, Demar. You won the game of life, and uh, that is awesome. I am so glad that he, you know things are trending upwards uh, for him. And I actually saw. Um, uh, Mike Robinson, the uh, former Seahawks uh, fullback, yep. uh, and I think he's on NFL Network. He was a post on Instagram. He commented and said that the NFL is going to give him the lifelong benefits. That's great. So he's going to have health benefits because if people don't know, and you may have seen it by now, you have to be in the league. You have to play for three years and three games. And it's, so people say it's three years. It's technically like four. But anyways, you got to get to three years and three games before you get benefits and, you know, things of that nature of, you know, the 401ks, annuities, things like that. Um, he's only in the second year. So technically, uh, he wouldn't have been doing anything uh, after this point if he was to never touch the field again. But um, his health is most important. So we're glad that he's healthy. Glad the NFL is going to do the right thing and provide this man with some care uh, well after his playing years. Yeah, you, you had to think that the NFL was going to do something like that, or at least I hope they, they would, because this is something that none of us have ever seen. I, I, I was about to turn the game on. I was a little late turning the game on. And I saw on ESPN that it was delayed. And, you know, they, they say that for an injury. And then it was like, you know, several, several minutes that it continued on it. it I say all that because it, it shocked all of us. It's, it's not at that point. It's not a football player. It's not your favorite team or a team that you're playing against. It's a, 
a human being. And that was such a crazy uh, moment. And it just yeah. seems like a crazy, whatever the cause was, was, was not expected and not something yeah. that you plan to see every day. Yeah. And so it's amazing to hear that he is doing better. And we're, we're recording this on Friday afternoon. And I think I just saw that he actually FaceTimed his, his teammates this morning at some point, which is That's absolutely good. incredible, you know, four days after, not even four days after that happened. So just an absolute miracle. And, you know, football aside, it makes you kind of sit back for a second and, and appreciate, uh, you know, your health. And it makes you appreciate those around you. And yeah. I really, I feel like, you know, maybe it, it shouldn't have to take this, but it, I think it made everybody pause because this wasn't something that was just kind of circu circulating on ESPN. I mean, you saw it on every news outlet, sports or not. And so yeah. it just struck home because it wasn't just a football player. It was a brother, a son, uh, you know, a grandson, a, a friend. Uh, it could have been anybody. And so yeah. uh, we're just so grateful that he's doing OK. And it's great. You know that it's Friday in the weekend, and we're getting continued good news. So that just uh, yes. prayers have been answered, thankfully. Yes, indeed, continued progression. And I can say, like when I initially like heard it, I didn't see it. I didn't see it to play uh, in a group chat that I'm in. My friend was like, "Man, that's sad that what happened on the field." I'm like, "What? What are you talking about?" Um, and then you just started to see things spill in, and then I just got chills and goosebumps, and I just felt sick, mm -hmm. just because I was like. I was like, the way that this is reacting, this is not normal. Whatever's going on is not normal. Um, and when I finally saw it, I was like, yeah, that is definitely not normal. Um, and shout out to the uh, the assistant trainer. I don't yeah. have his name right now, but he's the one that performs CPR on the field. Um, and just quick reactions and, and going back to the things like, like I'm CPR certified. And it's one of those things where you like, you know, you do it once you do it for your test and then you hopefully don't ever have to use it. You don't ever have to put it into play. Um, and for him to be able to just step right in and and take charge and go uh, pro provide the necessary re uh, resuscitation for DeMar. That's amazing. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I got to commend this, the Bills organization, the Bills fans, they, they come, they come through a, a lot yeah. um, when, when there's hard times and, um, DeMar has a foundation that, 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 that number has went from, I think it was like less than 20,000 and now it's over $7 million on a GoFundMe to provide presents for, uh, you know, at risk youth and, and, and youth who kids who don't, don't necessarily get good gifts and don't get a lot of gifts. So, um, shout out to y'all. If you donated, donated to that, that's, that's amazing. Um, and well, I've told my campers and I was telling people, I was like, the, the thing that shook me up the most was that I have been hit much harder than that. I have been there. You can look on, on YouTube. There's a Chad Greenway, like literally jumped and I would call jumped in the air and he jumped and hit me in the chest and spiked me into the ground. Uh, not maliciously. That's just how the play worked out, but I've been hit much harder than what happened uh, in that play. And, and I made it out. And there was a time in Miami where I got hit on a kickoff. And the lights went out and I don't know if it was for five, 10, 15 minutes, but I got to the sideline and the lights came back on. I've ended up playing the rest of the game and I'm fine. Uh, and it's just so scary and to think that I've been through that and like, that could easily been me. That could easily been me. I mean, it could have been anybody else out there and I'm just glad he's healthy and it just shook me up and it's just, it, it did, it hit me kind of deep, but um, yeah. you know, so things are going good for him and, and I'm glad. Yeah, and I just looked it up. Denny Kellington was the guy that was apparently did CPR to literally save Demar Hamlin's life, which is yes. just 
uh, surreal to say about a, a football player and an athletic trainer who you hope his his hardest job is is a is a tough tape job, and there yeah. he is saving a, a guy's life. So absolutely yeah. incredible. Couldn't couldn't yeah. have said it better than than you did, AAA. I appreciate it. It's uh it's tough, and I know that organization. This is the last part. I know that they've had a tough. They've had a lot of instances. I say a lot. I remember way back in the day, um, there's a tight end out of Miami that played for Buffalo by the name of Kevin Everett. That's right. And I remember yeah. watching the game and he I went down on a, on a kickoff yeah. and ended up being, getting, I think he got paralyzed on that play yeah. uh, and he never got to play again. So it, it's, it's just, there's stuff that's out there. And the, the last message I would say about this is anybody that's on any Twitters or social medias or anything mm-hmm. like that, and you're being highly, highly critical, you know, of really anybody that's out there, you know, trying to do their job and they drop a pass and, you know, they miss a block. And I've seen people on Twitter wish death on, on players. I've seen people wish career ending injuries and wish death on family members. And that is completely out of line. That that's, should never, you know, come out of your mouth, should never be something that you could even consider putting out there because w- nobody goes to you and say, Hey, you had a typo in that second paragraph, you know, you, you need to be not around anymore. Like that's, that's not a considerate thing to do. So if that's something that you've had, I mean, I really look deep inside yourself um, because, you know, there's probably somebody that was dog cussing any of those players. And then next thing you know, the guy, you know, may not ever, may not ever get to play again. Fortunately, he's, he's, he's alive and well, but just think, think before you tweet. That's, yeah. that's all I can say. Think before you tweet, but. Yeah, it's it more, you know, it doesn't even have to take, like you said, something this serious. Like it, it's just a game at the end of the day and this it's this man's job and it's the, these players jobs. And uh, you're, you're right. We don't we don't get people walking into our office telling us, you know, all, all kinds of nasty stuff. And so it just again, it, it has a human perspective where I think uh, fans sometimes forget that we just see our team colors and we see our, the jerseys and we forget that there are human beings in those jerseys and, yeah. and those helmets and who have families in the stadiums and have families across the country and friends across the country. It's just a, it shouldn't, again, it shouldn't take this big of an instance, but that is a, that is a great reminder. And man, I gotta say, you know, the commanders officially eliminated last week. I'm, I'm cheering for the Buffalo bills, man, rallying yeah. around uh, their guy, Damar. I, I can't wait to see what Buffalo is like this weekend in a big divisional matchup. Um, it's it's going to be nuts. And and you like you said, they're already a passionate fan base. And to have this big of something to rally around, yeah, that's going to be electric. Absolutely. I, I'm speaking of something else. I saw the the Saints and the Pelicans, uh, the Benson family. Um, they had made a post. They were saying that due to that, you know, what they saw with Demar and, and how quick everybody was was to respond with the necessary equipment, the AEDs and CPR, they are going to provide training and equipment AEDs for youth sports and all sports throughout uh, the New Orleans area, and I, I'm assuming maybe throughout the entire state. I'm not sure, but. They're going to take that effort to make sure that there are proper, um, you know, equipment to help, you know, save lives in the instance that something like this happens uh, at, at a youth sports level. So I got to give a, a hat tip to the Saints and the Benson family, but a lot of people are doing some good things right now. And uh, yeah, that's what's that's what's ultimately important. And it was cool that the NFL, all uh, 32 teams changed their picture to uh, number three for DeMar. And, you know, the players were, were praying for him. You knew that. But, uh, you know, all 32 teams showed uh, their love that it is, you know, a brotherhood. And, you know, it I really think is. that I think 
I think all the fans of every team were 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 just kind of frozen in that moment. And so it, it's incredible to hear that he's doing well, and it's incredible now that we know that hopefully he's on the mend that these kind of incredible things can continue and that maybe it does, it, it, there is time for some change like that, yeah. that yeah. we don't want this to happen to anybody, not just a professional football player, like you said, but at the youth level, high school level, like maybe this is just an eye opener and um, thank God DeMar's okay to, to, yeah. to see the, the change that he's going to end up making. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'll, I'll say this is the last bit and we're going to move on. I'll say this. It's very easy to get certified in CPR. Yeah. It's, it's very, very easy. They have online courses. I hell, I was in the airport and I saw that they had a, a, a CPR like kiosk essentially yeah. where you could like go over there and learn how to do CPR in the airport. So if you have a layover, you could, you could learn how to do CPR there. So if you if you're not CPR certified, just consider it. They have it for infants. You can get it for infants and and adults and the like. So I think that's something that everybody should have uh, and make sure that they're on top of that. So uh, moving forward, moving forward, let's let's talk about uh, the game on the weekend uh, coming up here. Obviously, you know, uh, the commanders are going to host the Cowboys and there's going to be a new gunslinger uh, under center for the commanders, the rookie. The bearded right. wonder himself, Mr. Sam Howell, who seems to be so calm and collected in all of his interviews. He is taking the uh, snaps. He's going to get the start against the Cowboys. Um, and I'm, I'm excited for the guy. I really am. Um, the The fact that he I mean, he's sitting back and he doesn't get to dress or doesn't definitely doesn't play the entire year, uh, that's frustrating, especially having come from, you know, being able to start and play a lot in college and then to go to, nope. You're not going to play at all. That can be a very frustrating thing. So I'm excited for him to get out there, get his chance. Um, and, you know, from what he did in the preseason, he should provide a little bit of excitement. But you got to be real. He wasn't going against Micah Parsons. He wasn't going against Osa Odigazua. He wasn't going against Trevon Diggs. Uh, he was going against, you know, some other some other uh, third and fourth string guys uh, on those other teams. But he's going to get the start. And, you know, what do you, what do you expect from Sam Howe this weekend? Yeah, I love it. I, I think that this was the right move. I think with with your team eliminated, not that veterans don't need work, but I think it's a chance to see some of your young players. And and this makes so much sense to see Sam Howell out there. And and, you, and you're right. Uh, the bell, I, maybe we're both right. The bell's going off. We got it right. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I'm excited to see him out there. I don't care if it's 56 to nothing. I don't care if he somehow gets them, you know, a, a last second win. I think every snap that he takes is invaluable. And I think I said it at the end right now, I think he's the only guaranteed quarterback to be back next year and not saying that he's the answer, not saying that they're not going to make a move, but you got to see what you have. And, yeah. you know, with Brock Purdy, you know, being a Mr. Irrelevant, the, the set last pick of the draft in the seventh round, there's nothing to say that Sam Howell can't come in and be a legit player. And you might as well see what he can do against a, a really solid defense. And mm -hmm. I heard, you know, I was frustrated when I heard maybe the initial report was that Taylor Heineke was going to start and Sam Howell was going to get worked in. I want to see him thrown to the wolves. I mean, what better way to do it against a team that, uh, you know, is has something to play for? Uh, you know, if if he's, you know, counted on in the future, it's not like he's going to be able to pick and choose his opponent. So you might as well go up against a team that has everything to play for. Yeah. And uh, I'm just excited to see what he can do. It's kind of a win-win in my book. 
Yeah, you know, I saw the report that when they made the decision to go with Sam Howell, Ron Rivera had heard from players and coaches, and they were like, no, nah, let the young guy go. Uh, yeah. So it's good to have you know other players say, no, nah, let him get out there and run around a little bit. I mean, hey, it's not the preseason. Just let him get his start, you know. I mean, uh, I said it last week. Uh, I believe, I firmly believe sometimes you get those young guys who don't know any better. They're like, I don't care who's across the field. Like, I'm, they feel like they're going to win. They're going to go out there and, and put up a hell of a performance and Sam Howell can do that. I think he can. Yeah. I mean, he's still going to have to get protected by the O-line, and everybody still has to do their job. Um, and But, hey, what better way to to, to show up and, and put to finish the season on a high note uh, by trying to you know, put a little bit of a tarnish on the, what the Cowboys have done this season? I mean, you got to respect them. They've had a hell of a year. They've played two quarterbacks and found a way to be successful with both of them. And, hey, now now you're going to have Sam Howell get in there and, and see what he could do. And, it, really, the other young guys as well, anybody that's – Chris you know, Paul, yeah. Chris the guard, Paul, yeah. The guard, he's getting in there. Okay, mm. so all young yeah. guys got to get some look, look, got to get a look at sometime, at some point. Yeah. All right, and uh, this is the opportunity that could, you know, really decide where your career goes. I mean, it really is. It really, truly is. You, you only get so many, but if you've prepared yourself, you can take advantage whenever those opportunities show up. You get in there, you're going up against the Hellify defensive line, Chris Paul, and you put up a good performance. People are going to say, okay, we might have a player here. They yeah. may be comfortable uh, with letting somebody else go if they need to, right? They can say, we can do without this person. Um, we can stick him into this position. And, you know, with a year of uh, development offseason, uh, he'll be okay. You know, he'll be able to, to contribute to the team. And this is this is truly that opportunity for you. And, I mean, being real, I, even though I don't necessarily think, uh, speaking to a, another gentleman, Scott Jackson, I don't think Ron Rivera is going to go anywhere this year. Uh, just because of the, the pending ownership change, right? It, you can't really change the owner. If the owner wants to change something, it'd be too late to do it in the middle of the offseason. So right. you might get one more year, Ron Rivera and crew, which is fine. I mean, hey, you deal with it. But, um, you know, at least you get to play for something and still get some good good stuff on tape because other teams are watching. And yeah. if you can you know, get some good reps here, then it can be uh, a positive for all those young players. So good luck to them. Get out yeah. there. Go battle, don't be scared, and just, just you know, do what you do best. Yeah, and he seems to be a gamer, and we saw in the preseason that he took off running. So I think we're going to see some exciting plays. I think the chance is going to be there. And, again, you know, it's unfortunate, but, you know, the score doesn't doesn't really matter in this one. It's not like win and you go to the playoffs and lose and you go home. It, that kind of hopefully takes some pressure off to where he can play his football. And, you know, I've heard the, the term meaningless thrown around, and you're, you're obviously proven that no game is meaningless. You know, you, you said that guys are going to get reps, and whether it's in D.C. or it's elsewhere, these are huge reps. And so it's, yep. it's really important. I would almost argue had they started either Taylor Heineke or Carson Wentz, that would have been even more meaningless, quote unquote, to use the same term. Because yeah. you kind of know what you have with the team that has gotten you to this point. You might as well give it, give a chance to a couple of guys to see some game reps. And like you said, you could find a diamond in the rough and a guy that can contribute for you next year, or at the very least, you know, if there are injuries and he gets thrown in in a pinch, he knows how to handle himself in a game situation. So it, it's, it's certainly valuable. And I'm, I'm glad they made that decision and I'm excited to see the kid and, you know, it doesn't lend itself to a whole lot of breakdown because we don't really know what he's going to do. And honestly, the Cowboys probably aren't sure exactly what to expect, but I think that's kind of fun. I think it actually makes the game a little more watchable, even for Commanders fans, than, you know, if you're a sitting duck with nothing to play for. Yeah, I can tell you what to do. If you're Sam, if I'm Sam Howell, hey, look at it. You see 17 over there? Throw him the rock. 
You see one over there? Chuck it Throw him yep. You know what I mean? Go ahead. Throw it. He kind of yeah. looks like Rex Grossman. Hell. It's just let that sucker fly, man. Go make yeah. good decisions. Go through the same thing that you've been coached through every week. Same thing you did all this whole preseason. That's all you go and do. Now you got a different team to go up against, and that should make you feel good. Should make you feel absolutely awesome. Uh, let's see here. Now, I want, the one thing that you mentioned, because obviously with the Bills and the Bengals game not being played, um, there's now a whole like set of scenarios that can happen or the AFC has right. been changed and uh, you know there's going to probably be a neutral basically seem like every scenario ends up being a neutral site for the AFC championship game. Uh, I wonder yeah. where that's going to be. I wonder where they're going to put it. Do you have any, did they say where they're going to go? Uh, I haven't, I haven't seen a whole lot. I was trying to pull up uh, a little graphic. I think you can mm -hmm. find it out there. Uh, rap sheet, Ian Rappaport had like this whole like Excel spreadsheet. I'm showing you on the screen of all oh, these yeah. different scenarios. Yeah. I don't know if they have decided on a neutral site. I, I, I had heard Indianapolis cause it's like a equidistance to both uh, Buffalo and uh, Kansas city, if that's what it comes Man. down to. But then Cincinnati gets thrown in there. Could, could Cleveland host the Cincinnati playoff game? How bad would that taste for Browns fans? But that is the, that is the crazy scenario to, scenarios that are playing itself out because the game is not being played. Uh, they're going to go off of winning percentages, um, but they don't want to give unfair home field advantage. And it is yeah. quite the interesting scenario that we're in. I would say if I had to pick the, the one thing to consider, if it's any of those three teams, Kansas City, Buffalo and uh, and uh, Cincinnati, right. you'd have to assume there's going to be some nasty weather at whatever point. I mean, if mm -hmm. you're in Buffalo, chances are you're playing inside of a blizzard. Kansas City could be the exact same. Um Playing indoors at, at, at Indianapolis is probably the most yeah. neutral way that you can do it, right? They're just neutral as hell. There's It's indoors. There's no wind. There's literally no weather advantage for anybody. And that could probably be the most exciting yeah. opportunity because you got fast track quarterbacks that can throw it a country mile. Um, shoot. Their hands are cold. They're not hands you know, playing are, with yeah. a rock. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to worry about any of that of those, you know, external factors that you would normally have. So uh, I guess, I mean, they do the, they did the combine there. So yeah. they know that they know all about it. So maybe, maybe that's the place to go. Indianapolis would be the one, but the one scenario I'm glad they aren't doing is adding an extra team. And I yeah. did not want them to add an extra team on that NFC Neither side there. because that, that was going to change up, you know, that, that would almost change to see, Hey, well, now the commanders, are you going to make the playoffs? If they go to eight teams, don't even worry about it. Just, you know, play Sam Howell, move it forward, um, and don't worry about that extra eight-game thing yeah. or eight teams. You don't even need to worry about that. I would – of course you want your team to go to the playoffs, but I feel like seeing what Sam Howell has to offer might have been more valuable than sneaking into a watered-down playoff picture. Anything yeah. could have happened, but you have to be realistic. I don't think you're making a run with this team as constructed. So, yeah, I was – as much as yeah. I was excited about a playoff game for a second, the more I thought about it, I was like, that would water it down. That would obviously affect your plans because yeah. I think you'd start a rookie in his first game ever with the playoffs on the line. So, yeah, I'm glad that they didn't do that. There's no ideal scenario here, whatever you do. So I think they, they made the best of it and um, yeah. we'll see what happens. It might not – I mean, with the way the playoffs go sometimes, there could be upsets right and left and – Buffalo, Kansas City, and Cincy might be out in the first round. So you never know what's yeah. going to happen. And that is it, true. It'll be interesting to see. 
That is true. If they would have added a, added a team in the NFC, that would have been like when you get in the bed and then you forget to turn the light off. And you're like, God, yeah. dog it, I got to get up and turn this yeah. light off. Like, you try to throw a shoe across the room to hit it and you miss. So you're like, mm-hmm. let me just get up out the bed and flip the switch down. Uh, so, yeah, don't even worry about it. It'll be all yeah. good. Um, but, man, I'll tell you this. Let's do this. Let's just jump to what's up in this week 18. Let's talk about some picks. Yeah, let's, let's throw that it. in here right now. Let's see what we got. Brought to you by Bet Online. We did. We, we didn't even talk about Bet Online. I no, apologize. We, we jumped into we jumped into Demar Hamlin, and that that conversation got rolling. But you can always check out Bet Online. You can use our code Believe to get a fifty percent welcome bonus. You can bet all the NFL games. They have contests. Don't forget the national championship is coming up Monday. The frogs and the dogs. So there's all mm. kinds of stuff. NBA. Uh, only a couple months now, all of a sudden, until playoffs start. So all kinds of good stuff there at Bet Online. We appreciate those guys and appreciate them uh, bringing us the show. I yes, think they'd indeed. understand, right? They understand we're talking about Demar Hamlin. That was that's important. So that is now true. we're getting now we're getting into the to the uh, pick side of things. The week eighteen picks and playoffs yes, kind of start uh, this weekend. Saturday yes, games indeed. and Sunday games, and teams can go or not go based on how these games go. Yes, indeed. So here, January 7th, first game I'm looking at here, Kansas City is going up to Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. There's a lot of events going on in Vegas this weekend. Uh, Nine and a half point favorites are those Kansas City Chiefs over Jarrett Stidham's Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, I feel like last week, um, Kansas City did not cover that big spread that they had. I feel like they didn't. So what do you think coming into this game? I I think they do in this one. I think they're locking up the number one seed. you know, with the win percentage added in, I think they just really want to get the job done. I think they're going to bury Jarrett Stidham uh, pretty early on. No offense to him. I think he played well last week, but uh, I think the Chiefs win this one pretty big and try to uh, set themselves up for a first round bye. Yeah, there's definitely something to play for. So you can see you can see them wanting to, to put up a good performance. I definitely know the Chiefs would win this game. Um And, you know, I'm willing to roll the dice a little bit. I'll say that the Raiders can cover. Okay. I'll say the Raiders can cover. I'll just say that because, hey, you know what? You might get Patrick Mahomes out early and not really True. worry about that other True. side of things. So um, so let me get the Raiders to cover on that one. Here's a matchup that I'm really excited for. It's I'm a 7-15 so game down in Duval. The Jacksonville Jaguars going against the Tennessee Titans. I hear the little country accent came out of there. The, the game of alliteration, Tennessee is starting Josh Dobbs. And they are six and a half point dogs against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I know I'm taking Jacksonville. I think they they've been oh, playing yeah. with their hair on fire. Um, so what do you think? Yeah, had Brian Tannehill been okay to play in this game or start, I maybe would have thought about taking the Titans. But the Jaguars just seem so hot, and I I just selfishly want to see that offense and Trevor Lawrence have a playoff game. Um, yeah. So I'm excited about that. I never thought I'd be excited about an AFC South game, but here we are. And so give me the Jaguars big. I can tell you, I can't, I don't, I don't even know the last time that anybody was excited about a, you know, an AFC South game. Um, not to be mean or anything, but no. just being real. It's like, eh, you know, the Texans used to be hot and shout out to Andre Johnson. He's a finalist for the uh, pro football hall of fame is one of my favorite receivers um, back in the gap. Uh, let's see here. I'm trying to get to the next one. My screen kind of like, re- refreshed. Like what do you got? At Dolphins, the Dolphins are a three-point favorite at home, and I saw that Joe Flacco is going to start for the Jets. That's all I needed to hear to take the Dolphins to, yeah. to win that one. And 
maybe keep their playoff hopes alive. I think they could still get in or they're right there. But uh, end that five-game skid, and I think the Dolphins get in. Yeah, I'll roll with the Dolphins there. I mean, Mike McDaniel's going to have to try to pull something out, something out of the hat there. He's got uh, yet another quarterback going to be starting. Um, but, hey, you might be able to make a play or two with, with Joe Flacco back there. But Gary Wilson's been having a hell of a season. So we'll see what happens there. This is a fun matchup, just an AFC North uh, rivalry. Should be a physical game. Cleveland Browns are taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh. It's a one-point game one point favorite for the Steelers uh what you got the commanders unfortunately woke up the Browns a little bit I mean I know that they don't have anything to play for playoff wise so that's frustrating to say on the surface that being said I, I'm going to take the Steelers at home they had a, a big big win last week was that against the Ravens that last week I think it was yes and so uh so give me the Steelers I think they're riding high and I think Kenny Pickett might be their guy I think he's doing enough and I think with more games he's going to be a pretty solid quarterback I tell you, they that organization. I, I have to applaud them. I, I I talk about them a lot. I, I think they do things the right way, and they and they work to develop the guys that they draft. They don't draft you to cut you. They draft you to for you to be there for a while. Uh, so I applaud them. Uh, but with that said, though, I'm I'm going to take Cleveland. Um, just because, why not? Uh, why the hell not? Here we um, go. R- real quick on that, I think um, I'm I'm double checking. I don't think. Yeah, Mike Tomlin has never had a losing record, which that goes on the line as they are eight and eight. So a win uh, would keep that record alive. He's had a winning record or winning, excuse me, a 500 or better record every year since 2007 when he took over. That's just incredible. Another, you know, tap, uh, hat Hat tip to uh, the Steelers. Yeah, they're good. They do good things over there. So I'm still going to – well, hell, in that instance, I ain't betting against Mike having to lose <laughs> a record. Sorry, I'm, I'm flipping sorry. the switch. I'm flipping this. He's one of my favorite coaches, man. I love how he oh, just – Oh, me too. I he love takes him. control of the room. He gets up there. He does things the right way. So I'm switching back. The Steelers, they're going to get Mike Tomlin the ninth win of the season. Here we go. Houston Texans, one of my other favorite teams of, of just this season, of how they just been scratching and clawing. They're taking on the uh, Indianapolis Colts. Two-and-a-half-point favorites are the Colts at home. What I, do you think? I don't know how the Colts are favored in this. It must be because they're at home. But on paper, I just feel like the Texans are better and have played better. Uh Maybe the records don't indicate that, but yeah, give me the Texans. I agree with you. I like how they play. I think they end the season on a high note and potentially have a Bryce Young or CJ Stroud as their quarterback next year and should be even more fun to watch. That will be an exciting, uh, exciting uh, team there. I- I'm going to go with the Texans as well. Like what they're doing. Um, you know, they may not win a lot, but I think they're building something special down there. Oh, now here's something interesting. Tampa Bay is a four-point dog against the Falcons. Is there something that I haven't seen? Is there, like, some news out there? Is Tom Brady not playing? Well, I think he is playing, but I don't think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers can move anywhere since they were by far the worst uh, division winner. So Uh I think think they've already said that uh, Blaine Gabbert's ready to play, and I think they might even have Kyle Trask available, who's their young quarterback from Florida back a couple years ago. So I think that the the starters will be pulled eventually, and that's got to be the reason the Falcons are favored. I see. Okay. Blaine Gabbert starting. I'm going with the Falcons to get this one. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's all you need to hear, right? Yeah, Yeah, I'm I'm okay. I'm going to take the Falcons on that one. Uh, I'm assuming you're taking the Falcons as well. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I I feel like that was a given. Sorry, yes. Yeah. Yeah, That's the only thing. 
See, that's the thing about these week 18s is like when they're pulling people, you're like, well, are they how are they gonna look? You're like, you never know. Yeah. You never know. Um, Carolina Panthers, I'm assuming Sam Darnold's still gonna do his thing. And the New Orleans Saints, who are coming off of a pretty big win against Philly. Um, three and a half point favorites are those Saints. What say you, Mr. Murphy? I'm taking I'm just taking the home team. I, I'll take the Saints, although I, I do I, I have to commend Sam Darnold for kind of stabilizing the ship a little bit. It's weird to say that. And the Panthers have looked way better down the stretch. But, yeah, I'll take the home team and the Saints in this one. Yeah, yeah. I think the, um, I think it's going to be a, a shootout. I think it's going to be a very, very exciting game. But I think in this one, Carolina can pull this one off, at least to cover. But they might end up getting that W. So mm-hmm. I'll go there. What you got? Real quick, uh, you know, we're recording this on Friday. So, the inactives for the commanders have already come out. John Allen, Sadiq Charles, Cornelius Lucas, Brian Robinson, Benjamin St. Juice, and James Smith-Williams all not playing against the Cowboys. So mm. Sam Howell's going to have uh, some work to do without yeah. his top running back. We, we didn't think John Allen would play. So just yeah. some interesting names there in week 18. Yeah, I think he'll have enough in the in the, in the the stable, though, to, to get something done. But uh, let's keep it moving here. Buffalo Bills play host to the New England Patriots. Six-and-a-half-point favorites are the Bills. I'm going with the Bills. Uh, they're going to be playing inspired, um, and plus they want to they want to beat a division opponent one last time uh, before they move into the playoffs. So what do you got? Yeah, it's a perfect storm for a beatdown. I think that they are fired up and – I'm just going to – I feel like I'm going to turn on the the Bills-Patriots game just to hear the crowd noise because I think it's going to be unreal and, and rightly so. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of tables broken up there for sure. A lot of tables <laughs> broken. Good night. Uh, let's a lot see of here. three jerseys. That, be cool that too. too. That too. And I'm sure that I, – I would love to see the uh, the NFL shop like statistics on, you know, if, yeah. if his jersey has been purchased a lot most, you know, in the past you know, few days, I, I would I would assume that it has been. Uh, because players do get a little – I think they get – I think the players get a little bit of that if they have a jersey sold. Uh, anywho, moving it forward, AFC North matchup, the uh, Baltimore Ravens are 10-point dogs against the Cincinnati Bengals. 10 points is a lot, but the Ravens haven't scored more than about 10 points uh, without Lamar Jackson. Uh, he's not playing, and Jim Harbaugh don't even want to talk about it. So mm-hmm. I don't think Lamar is going to be a, a Raven next year, and I don't think the Ravens are going to cover these 10 points. Uh, so I'm getting Cincinnati with this one. Yeah, that's a lofty number. Um I think I'm going to go with the Bengals, too. I think they're going to be kind of playing inspired, too. They they are on the other side of the crazy DeMar Hamlin uh, thing, and I think that they probably have had a tough week as well, and I think they come out in perfect storm against the divisional opponent, so I think they win big. Yeah, I can dig that one. Uh, Here we go. Minnesota Vikings and the Chicago Bears. The Vikings are seven-and-a-half-point favorites, um, and Justin Fields is not playing. He is not in there, so, you know, I mean, I think the seven and a half was probably right. Um, in this one, I think the Minnesota will definitely win. Uh, seven and a half seems a little bit lofty uh, because they love one score games. Yeah, they, uh, they love one score games. And I saw a post that was saying if you flipped all the one score games, I think they'd be like one and nine or one. Some ridiculously bad record. They were the 31st worst record in the league if they flipped all those one score games that they had. But in this case, I think they can win by more than one score. Give me Minnesota. Uh, I am going to – yeah, I'm going to take the Vikings as well. Uh, Nathan Peterman I don't think is going to be able to 
do much for the Bears. So, yeah, give me the Vikings. All right, good deal. Uh, Rams visiting the Seahawks. I think this, do the Seahawks still have some fight left yeah. in them? I think yeah. they do. If they win and the Packers lose, I think the Seahawks are in. So it'll come down to that for them. But, uh, yeah, for that reason alone, I think that the Seahawks win big. I think the Rams, but whether McVay is there or not next year, who knows what he does, yeah. I I, uh, I think the Seahawks win this one big. We should get him on the show, man. Sean, yeah, what you doing, fun. man? Yeah, give him the, he, can, he can be a guest over here. I'm taking the Seahawks, though. Um, I think they'll be definitely playing inspired, uh, trying to get themselves into the playoffs or give themselves a chance, I should say, mm -hmm. to get into the playoffs. Here we go. Philly, 14-point favorites over the New York Giants. The Giants have clinched. The Philly, Philly's clinched. Um 14 points is a hell of a lot of points. Yeah, I'm confused by that, which makes me think Giants, which then makes me think Eagles. But uh, <laughs> I'll take I'll take the Giants. Two touchdowns is too much for me. Yeah, and I mean, I yeah, initially I would say without seeing like who who is playing, who's not playing, I would definitely say the Giants uh, could at least cover this thing. Philly would win. Um, it's a very very strong odds towards Philly winning the game. Here's another one. Same exact spread. The 49ers against the Arizona Cardinals, 14 points, uh, 14 point spread. I think San Fran can, I think San yeah. Fran can, can cover that. I think yeah, they me can. Too. for whatever reason, I feel like uh, that sounds a little more secure than the, the Eagles and giants. So mm -hmm. yeah, give me that one. Yeah. San Fran there. Let's keep it rolling. Uh, the chargers and the Broncos. Three-point favorites are those Broncos over the Chargers. Ah, uh, wow. That must they must think that the Chargers are gonna pull their starters. Because what have you seen from the Broncos to think that they're better than the Chargers? Is this uh, gonna snow in Denver this weekend? Uh, I don't know. I, I gotta take the Chargers because that seems too good to be true, but they must know that the Chargers are gonna only play half a game or something there. Yeah, yeah. It must be something inside of that. Gut, gut would say, go ahead and take pick uh, pick those Chargers. So I'll, I'll roll there. Um, here's our matchup: the Commanders and the Cowboys. Seven point favorites are the Cowboys, which actually, I mean, that's not a crazy, uh, yeah. crazy line. I thought it'd be more with a rookie with the with the Cowboys still having an outside chance at the NFC East. But yeah, mm -hmm. seven seemed a little low for me. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, go ahead. Here's my heart is hoping that Sam Howell can pull out, you know, at least a, you know, a respectable performance, but it's a lot to ask a, a rookie to go up against that defense. Uh, my, my heart wants to say that the commanders cover, but my head is telling me the Cowboys uh, win this pretty easily. Yeah. I, I feel like the Cowboys will probably get the W, um, you know, uh, but it is what it is. And, you know, you, like you said, I'm right there with you. Hope Sam, Sam goes out there and puts up a, a hell of a performance. Um, I feel like I've always taken Washington to either cover or win this year. And I haven't hit on all of them, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, shoot. For, for the sake of it being a rivalry game, I'm willing to put my put my head down and say, yes, indeed, they'll cover this one. Uh, Sam Howell, get these guys within seven points uh, of it. the Cowboys. So I'm willing to do it. Why not? Um, and then here we go. This game here, the Detroit Lions, Detroit, versus the Green Bay Packers. The Packers are five-point favorites at home. Is Detroit out of it, out of it now? 
Um, I think they're so. Out. So they small if, chance. If the Seahawks win, they are out. So they could they could go. You got into, it right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. The uh, <laughs> if they if the Seahawks had won earlier in the day, this game is is meaningless other than pride for the Lions. However, mm. if the Seahawks lose, winner goes between the Lions and the Packers. Oh man, I, I tell you, if 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 you could flex a game. I would find a way to flex that Seattle game to be like right there at seven o'clock. Like if you could do that, I would do that. So I, yeah. So I thought Tennessee and Jacksonville would have made sense as a uh, Sunday night. I guess they, you know, are getting a pretty prime slot Saturday night, but I yeah. agree with you. It could end up being kind of meaningless, at least for the lions, which kind of takes the fun out of it. But um, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully they're 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 it's a winner take all. Yeah. Do you do you know what it is if Green Bay and Seattle loses, or is Green Bay in automatically if Seattle loses, regardless of their performance? No. So yeah. So if Seattle loses and then the Lions win, the Packers would be out. So the Packers have to have to win. I think if the okay. Packers win, that bumps them ahead of the Seahawks. However, it works out. All right. Okay. Well, I guess there is something. I mean, it's a division rival. Um, right. I, I'm sure Dan Campbell would love to leave a stinky bag of something on the Packers front porch, um, regardless of what happens earlier in the day. Right. So right. they're gonna be they're gonna be playing inspired regardless. I don't see them, you know, going out there and just laying laying down for the Packers. So um, either way, I'm still gonna take the Packers. Uh, I think the Packers are you know, they they're getting hot at the right time. Uh, and they got the right guy at quarterback. So yeah. give me the Packers in that one. Yeah, I'm with you there, especially at being in Lambeau. I think it all just lines up to to Aaron Rodgers having this miraculous turnaround and kind of being a dangerous team heading into the playoffs. Here's an extra pick, okay? Extra pick, the Georgia Bulldogs on Monday, 12-and-a-half-point favorites over the TCU Horn Frogs. What do you think? You're in Georgia. I'm in Texas. What yeah. do you got? I, I, uh, I've been pleasantly surprised with how TCU has played. I don't think anybody, and I don't think they even expected to get here. If you had to ask them deep down, they've been really impressive. That being said, I think Georgia's too much. I think that it'll kind of get out of hand. I think TCU will be respectable, but I think Georgia wins this pretty easily. Well, we just going to make this a Georgia versus Texas thing on this show. Cause I'm going to ride with them frogs, man. I'm riding with the horn frogs way out there in funky town. Uh, yeah, give me the frogs. I, like to, to, to hell. I think they can win this game. All right, I think I like they're it. coming out there inspired. Sonny Dykes and crew are ready to rock. They're going to try to take it to the dog. Because I'm going to tell you, like I said about the Dago Minnesota Vikings, you cannot continue to like just wait at the very last minute to win a game. You yeah. cannot do that. And I think it bites them in their butt. Horn frogs. They get right. the W. National champs. We'll have to check it out. So you can make all those picks on Bet Online. .ag. Don't forget our code believe B-L-E-A-V to get your 50% welcome bonus. And uh, we appreciate those guys bringing the show all season long. What a good football weekend. It starts Saturday. It doesn't end until Monday night with the national championship. So you can just put in all these bets, let them ride and uh, roll from there and see what happens. Do you have a triple A parlay real quick? Off the oh, top of your head? Triple uh, A parlay. Let me go back and uh, see the, I don't almost want too much a touch one. What you got? Let's let's see. So there are one, two, three, four, five, four twenty-five games. What are your okay. what would be your favorite three of those? You you'd like to stay with the late Ooh. afternoon games. 
Yeah, like generally, because my deal is I don't like to wait that long to see what this next game is going to look like because you don't know who's going to happen, what's going to change. These spreads are so big, so I want to go ahead and do this. Let's go with da, 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 da. Um, let's go with that those Chargers to 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 get that one. I'm going to pick the Chargers there, um, and then I think the Seahawks will get themselves a W there, and I may have to pick one more game. Who are those 14 point spreads? I hate those. So let's just go with those commanders. Those commanders. To, I think the easy money is to say Dallas wins, um, but mm. I'll, I'll, I'll 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 try to bump my odds and say the commanders can cover. So let's do. I that. like it. All right. So the Chargers, uh, the Commanders, and then what was the third one? The, the third one was Seahawks. the Seahawks. Seahawks. All right. Yes. I like it. All right. Lock them in. You can lock all your picks in, and we appreciate you guys checking us out. As you can see, scrolling along there, you can check us out all over the place. Tune in radio, Sirius XM Stadium, all that good stuff. Pay attention to us, team. And some of these, uh, I believe, shows are on some of your local regional sports right. channels, too. So hopefully we can get on uh, one of those local regional stations up there in that D.C. Uh, DMV area. But, Brian, it's been fun. I will talk to you later on this, uh, well, later, I guess around maybe Tuesday or so. So yeah. we'll be able to check back in and uh, and see what it's looking like going into the first week of the NFL playoffs. Yeah, we'll talk Sam Howell. We'll talk about the playoff matchups. Football still continues. Even if the commanders are out, we'll still be with you. So thank you guys for tuning in. Yes, indeed. Y'all have a good one. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.